Hello and welcome to my young loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing, does always truly mean always? Christ never wavered according to God's word. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guys guessed it. We're going to talk about the word always. It doesn't mean sometimes. It means always. So let's look at the biblical and the world meaning of always. Every time, on every occasion, without exception. We can find this biblically in Colossians 1, 3-5. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all of God's people, the faith and the love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel. When we hear the word always, it causes a knee-jerk reaction that causes us to second-guess our ability or abilities to do the work God has called us to do. Jesus was always at the ready to perform a miracle, to share a prophetic word, to share whatever was needed at any given time. I don't expect you to be doing just all of that, but we always have to be ready because the Bible says, I didn't give you the verse in scripture, but it says, be ye always ready. What did God equip you to do at the ready? See, you got to be ye always ready. What did you promise God you would always be willing to do to further his kingdom? What did you say when you gave your life to Christ? What was the conviction in your heart and in your soul that caused you to give your life to Christ that you wanted to do something for God's kingdom building? Jesus committed his life to the work of his father. That is what Jesus committed when he came down. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Yes, Jesus was part of the Trinity, the Godhead. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes, he was part of that. But I need you to understand, he became flesh to feel our challenges, to see how it felt to really be human in a world where Satan reigned. See, see, I know that because he was God in reality, but he he was flesh, this gave him a confidence beaund our comprehension. Yes, see, we could never fat we could never fathom. What, what Jesus could do and couldn't do because we were not God. I have some really good news, though, that we learned from Paul in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. We just, we just covered that a couple weeks ago. I believe Paul struggled with the same thing, wondering if he could always do what's right in the sight of God and for God. I believe he struggled with that. The scripture says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press forward toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Here's some nuggets from those verses. Never think you are better than you are. Remain humble and let God use you. Never take credit for the work God is doing through you to help others find the kingdom. You can't do anything about your past. Let it go and don't dwell in or on it. 
The past is the past, and that's why it's called that. You have the day that you're in and the day after that, if God so see fit, to do better than you did in your past. So let your past go, no matter what it is. If someone hurt you, if someone did something to you, if someone made you angry, let it go. Because you know why? It's in the past. There's a new day for new beginnings. And also, work hard at being more like Christ. You were saved for God's purpose. You weren't saved to continue doing everything you used to do for Satan in the world. You were saved to do God's will. Here are some ways we can always show the intentionality of Christ in serving God that is in us. Number one, start your day with God. Never wake up without giving God thanks for allowing you to see that day. Never start your day thinking about anything else but God. Because if you do that, you'll know exactly what God wants you to do and when he wants you to do it. Number two, pray with purpose. Be sure you pray with intentionality like I said. Don't be praying for petty stuff like I want some more money, I want a car, I want some Jordans, I want an iPad, I want an iPhone, I want an iWa- Apple Watch, all these other things. Pray with purpose. Pray for people. Pray for the health of this country. Pray for the health of this world. Pray for those who are lost. Pray for the young, the old, the sick, the shedding. Pray for all of those people. Number three, write down things you are thankful for. That ties back to the way I said start your day. Think, write down everything God has done for you in your life. And you know what? I tell you what, I tell you what, if you'd started writing down everything God did for you that you are thankful for, now, let me, let me clear this up. Everything God does for you, you should be thankful for. But write those things down, and I guarantee you, you'll be writing every day. And then you can go back and look at the greatness, the goodness of God through all that you've been through. Like, wow, I thought I had a bad year, but you'll see all these things that you were thankful for that God may have done for you. Number four, recognize your complaints and rechannel that energy, energy into praising God. Instead of, walk, instead of walking around having a pity party, instead of you know, being all like, oh, my God, I can't go on and complaining about this. This person was out of place. This couch was wrong. They parked in my space. They sat in my chair. Channel that into something like praising God for all of his goodness, for all that he's done for you. Praise God. Don't look at all the bad that is happening. Look at the good. Because just like you see that someone sitting in your chair, you can, always, you can also see someone sitting in that holy chair that may be being filled with the Spirit of God. And you praise God for that because you prayed over that chair, that space. Number five, remind God how much you enjoy all that he created. Enjoy the world. Go outside. Don't sit in the house. Be around people. The Bible says never to forsake this fellowship of the saints. Go out. Do things. And just look at all that God has done. Look at the trees, the ground, the sun, the moon, the wind, the rain, the snow. Look at all of God's beauty and just enjoy it and know that that is God. Number six, show God's love to others. Show, show people the love of God that he placed in you. Just like Jesus showed the love of God, even when we didn't deserve it, he went to Calvary. Because you know what he said? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That is the ultimate act of love right there. He went to the cross because of us, because of what the people did to him. They lied on him, they spit on him, they beat him. But he still said, because he had the love of God in him, forgive them. So forgive those who have done anything against you. And number seven, don't forget to love yourself because God first and continues to love you. Never forget that. If you go hold on to that, 
You can make it through any and every situation that comes up against you. You can rise above. You can go to the side. You, go, you have the power because you have God's love in you and God loves you. Father God, we come to you right now thanking our young loyal listeners, Lord God, our old listeners, Lord God, that you will continue to use them, teach them that they can always be in the spirit of praise, always be in the spirit of prayer, Lord God, always be in the spirit of showing your love, Lord God. And Lord God, before I go any further, please remove any sin, thought, deed, or action, Lord God, because we always want to come boldly before your throne that you may clean us up as white as snow, Lord God. Give them the strength to know that they can always speak your word in time and out of season, Lord God. They don't have to preach it. They just have to share everything they've written down, Lord God, what they're thankful for. They can, they can share that they, I thought, I thank God this morning when I woke up because all that he has done, all that he has kept me from. Just have a spirit of always doing something for God to further his kingdom. Give them that spirit right now, Lord God, tenfold, a hundredfold, triple portion, Lord God. Give it to them because they are ready for it. And Lord God, we thank you for all these things at all times. And we will always praise you in your, in your darling son, Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about how their week was going and their plans for the weekend. One youth mentioned that they were going to be hanging out with their cousins. But as they were talking, I was reading their face and asked, what's up? You're not excited? They said, no, it used to be fun, but I don't do the same things that I used to do. And I know that that's what they're going to want to do. I said, oh, I see you're different, right? You feel different, right? Uncomfortable even. And they were like, yeah, that's about how it sounds. That's about how I'm feeling. I said, okay, believe me, that is not a bad thing. It's a great thing. It means that you are growing mature in your spiritual walk. I went on to explain that I wanted them to be careful not to fall back into those habits and to also not allow their cousins to pressure them. So we looked at Colossians 1 verses 21 through 23, which reads, And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. So I say to all of the youth there, always remember when you gave your lives to Christ, you became a new creation. Don't let your mind take you back to the wicked things you used to do because you are presented to God as holy and blameless. And let's not ever, please do not skip over verse 23 because it's the nugget to maintaining your Christian walk. It reads, if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard. You have to continue, you can't give up, and you can't let people move you from the hope of the gospel. We are all held accountable for what we've heard throughout the Bible, the biblical teachings. And yes, I meant to say biblical because there are a lot of teachings out here that are not biblical. They have no scripture foundation and they lead people astray. 
So sure, hang out with family and friends. Just set your boundaries and stick to them. Don't let temptation overpower your thoughts. That's honorable, and you never know. By seeing the change in you, they may want to change also. So always be a witness. Let your actions speak for themselves, moving in silence. No word has to be spoken when your lifestyle, your walk, shows that you are a Christian. Be blessed, our young listeners. In summary, the importance of knowing that we should always be willing to stand in the gap for others. I will close with this and a quote. Sometimes isn't good enough when it comes to building the kingdom of God. What if Jesus took the word always at a level down, meaning he did it sometimes but not always? At face value, always seems like a daunting task. Is it really? Before we met our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we always made mistakes. We always lived in opposition of God's kingdom. Will you change always from the world to always for God today? Always do your best in whatever you do. Set goals and seek challenges. Become a role model for those coming behind you and always have God in your heart. You're always one decision away from a totally different life. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennett. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.